Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, a presentation of Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades, culminated his ministry with a 21-year book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called Life Study. This Life Study is the basis for our program today and includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's program. Mark chapter 7 Verses 5 through 7 tell us, And the Pharisees and the scribes questioned him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with common hands? And he said to them, Well has Isaiah prophesied concerning you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart stays far away from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching as teaching the commandments of men. This is Matt Miller, and Francis Ball has joined me for the 20th Life Study from the Gospel of Mark. Francis, welcome back to the Life Study program. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here, and I think we're in for a real enlightening this morning. Francis, I wonder, uh, as we paint the picture here of Mark chapter 7. It's really a good story. It starts out with some uh, Pharisees and some scribes coming down from Jerusalem. Jerusalem was in the far south, and Galilee was up in the north, so they came a long way to spy on the Lord. Could you give us an introduction to today's program? Well, I believe that today's program will show us that the Lord so consistently gets right to the point And in this gospel, especially Mark, is quite progressive in the way it presents Christ in his slave-savior role as he came through all the experiences. And this particular experience that we see today with these Pharisees and scribes coming up from Jerusalem with their legal eagle eye on the Lord to see if they can find something wrong, and they come on the scene and they find something that disagrees with their traditional practice. And so they use this as an accusation against the Lord and against his disciples. But actually, what we'll see today is the Lord takes that setting that was set up by them to condemn their hypocrisy and to expose their heart, and actually to expose the heart of all man. So I think we're in for a real enlightening time today to see what's in this particular portion. They thought they had caught the Lord Francis because uh, outwardly the disciples weren't washing their hands before they ate, which was what the tradition had it for, you know, you have to wash your hands. And uh, the Lord took this opportunity to rebuke them. So we see a real opportunity that the Lord is taking here to expose what the real problem is. It's not outward things. It's what's within the heart of man that defiles him. So let's go to Witness Lee for his original speaking, which was from December 26th, 1983. Mark was written in a progressive way. Up to this point, the Lord Jesus passed over the stormy sea, and he got to a place everywhere, enjoyed his healing. That was wonderful. 
Then, all of a sudden, some religious spies, Pharisees, scribes, these learned ones, leaders of the Jewish religion, they came down purposely to spy him out. And they found out that his disciples don't wash their hands at the time of eating. So they caught him in this one thing. And they uh, questioned him, and they thought they didn't have a ground to pin him down because his disciples was practicing something against their stronghold. That is the tradition they uh, received from their forefathers. Well, it seems this is just a story. Yet, when we look into it, you could see up to this point, there was a need in the gospel. What need? The need to deal with our inward situation. The gospel is for our entire being. And the problem we have, which is more and more drastically serious, is not outward condition, but the inward situation. The inward situation is the root of all our problems. Before chapter 7, many things happened, but nothing has touched fallen mankind's inward situation. Now, you could see even the Pharisees and the scribes having the intention to uh, frustrate, to condemn the Savior. I tell you, they were used by God. God's sovereignty used them. Without them, the Lord may have not any ground to talk about man's inward situation. Then they came. They didn't have any intention to touch man's inward situation. What they touched was still the outward formality, the outward washing, the outward cleansing. But that afforded a good opportunity for the Lord to unveil man's inward situation. Francis, in the uh, Gospel of Mark, before you get to chapter 7, you have the Lord taking care of many outward things. He healed a woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. He rose up a girl who had died 12 years old. So he did some outward miracles to take care of some outward situations. And he cast the legion of demons and he calmed the wind and the waves. So up until this point, he'd done a lot of things outwardly. Now He's dealing with the inward situation, but it came through these religious spies, as Witness Lee called them, these ones from Jerusalem, these scribes and Pharisees, who came to attack him on the very outward thing. And up to that point, he'd only done outward things. Yet, the Lord uses the opportunity to turn it to the real inward situation. Isn't this amazing? It's really quite amazing. It is, because uh, he uses this scene, this setting that the Pharisees and the scribes set up for him, 
even though their intention was to condemn him and to condemn his followers, accusing them of not keeping the law of Moses and the tradition that's handed down from the elders in Judaism. So the Lord just had a a good setup here, and he took that occasion to expose them. While they're spying, he's exposing. So I think the Lord really arranged a sovereign situation here so that the Lord could deal with what's on the inside of man and what the real need is among man. You know, what's really in the heart is uh, what the Lord's going to eventually get to in this chapter, but we're going to run out of time in today's life study, Francis, and we're going to get to it in our next program, the next printed life study, which is printed life study number 21, will actually detail these evils that come out of the heart of man. We're not even talking about those details today. We're just talking in general, the inward situation of man is what's critical. We're going to dissect it in the next program. But in this one, we're just from a big picture, the inward condition of man is what's important. And what's not important is when we think that we can justify ourselves by taking care of an outward situation, like washing our hands, keeping some kind of a, a tradition. This is a problem with even us Christians today, isn't it, Francis? This is not unlike the whole situation today. As we get more into this particular setting, we realize, in a sense, we're in the same situation today. There are those who are professionals who insist on keeping an outward form, outward regulations, but ignore the deepest need of man. Well, we're going to get into that more as time comes, Francis. But for now, let's go on to uh, the next section with Witness Lee. Let me read some more verses in Mark chapter 7. And I'm going to pick it up from verse 8, Francis, and read all the way to verse 13. While leaving the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. And he said to them, You nicely set aside the commandment of God, that you may keep your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother. And he who speaks evil of father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, if a man says to his father or his mother, whatever you would have been profited by me is now Corban, that is a gift to God. Allow him to no longer do anything for his father or his mother. Thus you deprive the word of God of its authority by your tradition which you have handed down, and many things similarly to these you do. It's quite a striking picture here, Francis. Let's go on to our next section with Witness Lee. The Lord called some of them aside to talk to them a little bit further, but that wasn't all. Then the Lord entered into the house, and his intimate followers came to him. Then he opened up the entire thing to them. Eventually, who got the benefit? The intimate followers. They got to see the Lord's gospel with him as the divine and human person heal man's situation. This healing does not only take care of our outward sickness. It takes care even more our inward sickness. The apostles, Pharisees, scribes, they created a good atmosphere for the Lord to touch the inward condition of the fallen man. He was a surgeon, and these professional apostles prepared him a surgery room to put man on the 
a surgery bed, and he opened man's heart and sued them. You hypocrites, only take care of the outside. You are just false. You don't take care of the real situation. The outward hands, clean or dirty, that mean nothing. What comes is your inward condition. These professionals, they came to find the fault of the Lord Jesus. Eventually, they all got rebuked. The Lord Jesus was a real man. He was genius. He never pretended. He was very kind. He had uh, compassion on the seeking ones. But I tell you, he was frank. He was genuine toward these professional opposers. He called them what? Hypocrites. Right. You hypocrites. Why you invalidate the word of God by your traditions? You just serve your God with your mouth. But I like to expose what is in your heart. Not only in worshiping God, even in dealing with your parents. You cheated your parents. You do not only cheat God, you even cheat your parents. What a rebuke. Just by such a brief rebuking, all the professions mouth got muddled. Probably the Pharisee looked at me, a scribe, and I looked at him. Let's go. <laughs> they disappeared silently. Francis, let's talk about this word that the Lord used in verse 13 about depriving the word of God of its authority by their tradition related to the parents. They had a tradition of not honoring their parents if they would just give a gift. Moses said, honor your father and your mother. Yet they could get out of honoring their mother by this tradition, which allowed them to make a gift and not have to honor their parents. Why don't you develop this a little bit? Well, this is quite an interesting uh, application of this matter of honoring your parents. This means that in case of their need, the children should honor their parents by helping to take care of their need. Of course, that's outward and that's physical that it's referring to here, that they would be willing to help and take care of their parents. That's honoring them. This goes all the way from childhood through adulthood that we should have this kind of thing according to the law of Moses, they were to honor their parents. And that honor means they were taking care of them. Not only they were taken care of by their parents, but they were there also to take care of their parents. And now these scribes and Pharisees are saying, as long as they give a gift to God, instead of giving some help to their parents, they would be keeping the law. And therefore, they were teaching the young people, not to honor their parents in contrast to the law of Moses, which they were pretending to uphold. But the Lord comes right to the core to show them that their disregard for the Word of God and their keeping their tradition is absolutely opposing to God's purpose. So he's going to unfold the real motive in their heart. Witness Lee mentioned, Francis, that there were three groups of people, and the first group were these professional opposers that he exposed, that they were not only dishonoring God by honoring God with their lips and not with their heart as a hypocrite, they were dishonoring God, but then also they were dishonoring their parents. Mm -hmm. So he's exposing these hypocrites. That was the first group. Then the second group, after the 
Pharisees left. He brought the crowd to himself, and, and he talked further. And that's in verse 14. He said that he called the crowd to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There's nothing outside of a man which entering into him can defile him. But the things coming out of a man are the things which defile a man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. So that's the second group of people, the crowd that he brought closer to himself to give this further word to. And then the final group of people, which is what we're going to touch in our final section, are the ones who are the most intimate. And and that's the final verses I'm going to read here. And when he entered into a house from the crowd, his disciples questioned him concerning the parable. And he said to them, are you also in the same manner without understanding? Do you not understand that everything that enters from outside into a man is not able to defile him? So the Lord is not only rebuking the Pharisees, now he gets his most intimate followers and he's giving them a strong word. Don't you understand? It's not the things from without. He's really trying to stress it's from with what's within man that defiles the man. Let's go to Witness Lee for the conclusion of today's life study. After they disappeared, the Lord Jesus called some of them aside and told them, don't listen to these hypocrites. The things that as food enter into you, that can never defile you. It only goes to your stomach. What can defile you is the things that comes out of man's heart. That is defiling. From your heart, your heart is evil. All the evils are not outside of you. All the evils are inside of you. You don't need to take care of the outside things. The outside things could never defile you. But you have to take care of the things from within. Look at these hypocrites. Within them, nothing but evil. Even in you yourself. And then he entered into the house, and the disciple came. Teacher, tell us, what do you mean by that parable? The Lord Jesus told him, the defiling things are inside of you. As long as you have a heart, Jeremiah said, man's heart is incurable, it's rotten, full of germs. From a rotten heart, corrupted heart, what comes out, whatever comes out is a hidden germ. That defiles man. Don't forget this. We have to apply this to everyone among us. You have to apply this to yourself. Whatever goes out of you, that defiles others. Nothing out of you is not dirty. What are we, naturally speaking? Just a composition of evils. We are just a constitution of evils. This is not a small thing that the gospel service of the slave savior came to such a point just to uh, analyze the inward situation of man. He did it to his intimate followers, Peter, 
John, James, you all have to know anything that goes out of you, that defiles others. Francis, to complete the thought, I want to read the last few verses of this portion that list the 13 things that the Lord mentioned that proceed out of the heart, starting at verse 20 in chapter 7 of Mark. And he said, That which goes out of the man, that defiles the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil reasonings, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, foolishness. All these wicked things proceed from within and defile the man. We're going to get into these in more detail in the next program because we don't have time today, Francis. But I think, as Witness Lee told us, this is really uh, a surgery. The Lord is showing the inward condition of man that man, like Jeremiah said, the heart of man is really evil. We have to have this picture of what's within us, don't we? We do need this kind of picture of what's within us. You know, it's quite interesting here. He's not just talking to the scribes and Pharisees. He's talking to the crowd, and he's talking specifically to his intimate followers. Right. Peter, James, John are all there, and he's talking to them. Out of their heart, these evil things would come out. And we have to realize that we are in that category. We have a heart that is evil. You know, when man took the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he really took Satan into himself. And so people have been occupied all the time with, especially religious people, like the scribes and the Pharisees, with what's good and what's evil. And they claim not to be evil, but to be good. Both are Satan, because he just inspires man to act good, like these scribes and Pharisees. They're being good by keeping the outward forms, but their heart is far from the Lord, and they are just hypocrites. And when he talks to the disciples in this way, it really kind of shocked me that he said that to the disciples, interpreting the parable that he had just told the crowd. And they began to realize, too, that naturally what we are in our natural man is evil and hateful to God. God wants to really expose what's in the heart. I'm glad to hear that we'll have another program that all these evil things that are in our heart could really be exposed. And I really praise the Lord for the wisdom in the Gospel of Mark to progressively come up to this stage to not only show what we are not, we are not the law keepers of the Old Testament, we are the Jesus enjoyers of the New Testament. And our heart is still needs a real transformation, needs a real change. Because what comes out of our natural heart is just something despising, something against God's purpose and God's goal. So I think these are very important programs for us to get into. And I hope we, more listeners will realize that what we're talking about here is not just a, a competition against one religion against another. This is a competition of religious professionals coming to spy out the Lord and then having to leave away in defeat because he exposed what's in their heart. Well, I hope, Francis, that our listeners today are, are uh, in the group of the intimate followers. 
who are close to the Lord. There's three groups here. There's the professional opposers, there's the crowd, and the intimate followers. I hope our listeners are those who had called themselves an intimate follower of the Lord and yet realize the Lord is not a respecter of persons. He has the rebuke for his intimate followers just as much as he does for the Pharisees. He was just taking this opportunity to expose what's in man's heart. Well, Francis, we've run out of time. Thanks for coming in and doing this program today with me. Thank you for allowing me to come. We'll have you do many more. And thank you also for joining us for this time today on Mark chapter 7. We hope you'll stay with us for the next program, which we're going to develop this more. If you'd like to get the printed materials that go along with today's radio program, you can call us at 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Or you can send email to radio at lsm.org. Or go to our website, lsm.org, and we actually have the printed messages are there. You can also listen to today's program on the Internet. So on behalf of Francis Ball, this is Matt Miller. Thanks for listening today. Do you want to know the deeper truths of the Bible? Wish you could attend a Bible study, but just don't have the time? Well, if you enjoyed this program, then we invite you to visit our website at lsmradio.com. From there, you'll find programs on every book of the Bible and all free of charge. These programs will not only give you a more profound understanding of the scriptures, but also refresh and revitalize your daily Christian walk. From our website, you can download the MP3 files, stream them live, or subscribe to the podcast. Again, all free of charge. Once more, that website, lsmradio.com. Thanks again for listening.